it's not if you have a season or get to race again, it's when. We will all get to do our favorite things again. It might not be overnight. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Welcome to the show. My name is Kim Peek, and I am your hostess. I'm a mom, wife, daughter, runner, triathlete, author, and running coach who is fascinated by the mysteries of human performance, and I love digging into the mysteries of endurance sports and motivation to help improve both your athletic performance and your life. This is the beginning of the third season of Power Up Your Performance, and I can't believe this has been going on for two years now. The past year has been a blur, as I'm sure the past year has been for all of you, especially this last couple of months, and I'm excited to bring you more content that helps you stay committed to an active lifestyle. So I've been thinking a lot about goal setting, and just because the majority of the races have been canceled, it doesn't mean that you can't take the steps to achieve your personal best, crush your PRs, or maybe learn a new skill. I recently talked with a friend who is working to improve her time in the mile. And I think that is so awesome. There might not be any racing right now, but she sure can work to get her mile time down. I also spoke with another runner who was working to improve her 5k time. And I've talked to several people who are working on slowly increasing their endurance so that they can safely run a longer distance when things open back up again. And I think that is really a great way to spend your time right now, picking just one aspect of your life. It doesn't even have to be sports, but one aspect of your life that maybe would inspire you or motivate you or make you want to get out of bed so that you could work on this one thing. I think back to... Every time we go to Hawaii, I always take a surfing lesson, and it is so addictive to me. I completely suck at surfing, but there is something about waiting on the board for that right wave, and I always have an instructor, so it's not like I'm even figuring out anything big on my own, but waiting for that right wave and trying to pop up on the board, crashing back into the water, and then being like, oh my gosh. I know exactly what I need to improve on. I need to try that again. And I seriously could do that for hours a day. And I think that right now I'm kind of feeling that same way. What if you picked a small goal, something you wanted to improve on, and focused on that for the next couple of, you know, 30 days, 60 days, the next couple of months until you're inspired again? Now, if you aren't ready for a big goal right now, that's okay. If you are just getting by moment to moment, that is also cool. If you're overwhelmed with what life looks like right now, it's completely understandable. We're all dealing with a lot right now, and I support each and every one of you where you are in this moment. We all are dealing with different things, so you handle this crazy time in the world the way you need to handle it for you. But for those of you who want something new, who are ready for a challenge, or who want to mix things up a little bit, I want to help you stay motivated 
and feel that excitement of having a goal again. Does anyone else miss having a race on the calendar and a daily goal to work toward right now? It just feels so off to me that every plan I have for the future is temporarily on hold, that I can't look forward to going to a race with my friends, that I don't know if my exciting vacation plans or the film festival I have tickets to will even take place. And I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. So I do think that by coming up with a small goal to focus on, something that's totally achievable within a couple of months' time is a great way to spend this time right now. Several weeks ago, I watched a webinar featuring Todd Durkin. Todd is a motivational speaker, author, podcaster, and is an internationally recognized strength, speed, and conditioning coach and a personal trainer. And he works with a number of athletes in the NFL. And on this webinar I was listening to, he was talking about the advice that he's giving his athletes who are at the high school level and at the elite levels. And just like some of the runners and triathletes I work with are feeling less motivated and discouraged right now because races have been canceled and we don't know which races will take place this fall, Todd is getting questions from his athletes too. People want to know, am I going to have a season? What if I don't have a season? And on the webinar, Todd reminded listeners that it's not if you have a season or get to race again, it's when. We will all get to do our favorite things again. It might not be overnight. And, you know, I think about my daughter. In the case of my daughter and some of her friends who are actors, they want to get back to New York so they can audition for shows on Broadway. And it could be 12 to 18 months or more before New York theater is operating under what we might consider to be the new normal. And while that may seem depressing, it's important to remember it's not if we get back to the things we love, but when. And when that happens, will you be in a position to act? Will you be in your best shape? Will you be prepared to take advantage of whatever opportunity is in front of you? Now, Todd is telling his athletes to train as if it's happening so that they're ready when the time comes. You don't want to get deconditioned and out of shape to the point that you find yourself scrambling when we get the green light. And that means you need to do what you can do today to control what you're in control of. So what can you control? Number one, you can make yourself get up and move every day. Even if you aren't up for the full-out training, you want to stay active so that you're not losing your fitness. I remember when my girls were younger, and we did one of those Universal Studios backstage tour experiences, and we were paired up with another family. And I remember that mom saying to my daughters when she found out they were actors, oh, I wanted to be an actress. And then she frowned, and she motioned to her kids and said, but then life happened, and she shrugged. Here I am. Life happened to her and she let go of her dream to be an actress, maybe for a million valid reasons. But I think back to that moment, life is happening to all of us right now. Everyone's plans are put on hold. What will your skills look like when you are able to pursue your passions again? Will so much life have gone by that you no longer have the skills to be competitive? Move every day. Train as if you already know the date 
of your season or the date your big opportunity is back on. Be ready to run in and take advantage of that opportunity. Number two, you can control what you do to feel better. This means moving every day, paying attention to nutrition, limiting overly sugary foods that cause inflammation, drinking water to stay hydrated, using healthy coping mechanisms, doing what you can to reduce stress. That's a lot of stuff I just mentioned, and I'm pretty sure I have a podcast on each and every one of those topics. I also talk about all of these things in my new book, Holistic Endurance Training. Even if you do not consider yourself an athlete, and even if you are not training for an endurance event, this book is full of tips and ideas that will help you make the most of the stressful time we're in, because holistic endurance training teaches you strategies for maximizing your body's potential, and these tips apply to all of us, athlete or not. Number three, let's talk about habits for a minute. If you're struggling to exercise or to maintain nutritious eating, one reason could be because your habits have been turned upside down. So you need to be aware of this and come up with new triggers. Everything you do habitually is tied to another behavior. If you used to wake up early and work out before you drove to work, that habit has been disrupted because you're probably not driving to work. Maybe you're even sleeping in later because you don't have a commute. If that has gotten you out of a routine that some of your good habits were connected to, what you need to do is think about what sequence of events you can add to your life so that you have habits and routines that help you achieve your goals. Maybe you sleep in later, but you still get up and go for a run in the neighborhood before you shower and sit down at your desk. Think about these the sequence of how these things take place every single day. You're, you will get used to the habit of doing one thing and then another and then another. I think I've given this example before, but my daughter has an inhaler that she doesn't like to remember to take. It's a daily maintenance drug. And so we tell her to put it by her toothbrush. So in her mind, she thinks, every time I brush my teeth, I use my inhaler. That's an example of a habit that is tied to a trigger. If you suddenly have a habit of sitting down to binge shows on Hulu with a bottle of wine and a tray of snacks, and that's not something you would typically do, you could look at ways to disrupt that behavior. Is it the television viewing that's the issue for you? Could you switch that to a game night or a walk or reading a book? If it's the beverage choice that's your problem, maybe you try a variety of smoothies or drinks with frozen fruit. Or if it's the snacks, maybe you look for something else to do with your hands while watching television. Maybe you start knitting. As far as routines go, all of these things become interwoven. So one of the ways you can make a habit change is to become aware of how multiple behaviors are tied together. For me, if I work in the kitchen, I'm more likely to snack. Every time I find myself searching for thoughts or words or new words or an idea when I'm writing, I mindlessly get up and grab something to snack on. If I move upstairs to my office, it takes a lot more effort to go get a snack, and I'm forced to be more intentional about what I'm putting into my mouth. So just think about how all these things relate, and you're going to start to choose habits that make you feel better. Number four, create your own energy. Know yourself well enough to figure out what will pick you up and get you feeling up. 
Is it music, exercise, or chatting with a friend? Maybe it's watching motivational videos or reading uplifting stories and quotes. Is there a certain time of day where you have the most energy for the tasks that are important? Be sure to schedule the things that need to get done around the energy levels that you have throughout the day and look for ways to create energy in your life. As we've been going through this whole coronavirus time, my habits have been disrupted. I have family members who weren't living in my house before. I have a husband who is working from home. And all of these things are just messing with my routines. And one thing that I've discovered that really helps me is I need to have time for myself in the morning. And so what I have been doing is hopping out of bed and taking my dogs for a walk and listening to a podcast first thing in the morning so that I get that the sunshine outside, a little bit of movement, and some positive message going on in my brain. And by the time I'm done with all of that, I feel energized. And I've noticed that if I sit at my desk and I try to push through, I lose my energy and I just don't feel like myself. So for me, I have learned that that is one way I can create my own energy. And I bet if you put your mind to it, you can come up with some ways to create your own energy too. Rounding out the things you can control. Number five, find someone to hold you accountable, whether that's making your intentions public and posting about it on social media or hiring a coach or finding a friend who you check in with. Having someone who expects to hear about your progress will help you stick with your plans. So, what do you think about setting some goals? It is perfectly understandable if you are not feeling like making any big decisions or setting any goals right now, but I promise you, you will feel better if you can take control of the areas of your life that you have control over. Now, back to the question that I asked at the beginning of the show. What goal do you want to focus on now? Is there any one thing that you could do for the next 30 or 60 days that would be fun, that would get you moving? Is there something you could do for the next several weeks that if you got better at this one thing, it would be setting you up for success for a bigger goal when the world feels a little more normal? Maybe it's something as simple as getting to sleep at a decent hour so that you can wake up at a decent hour. Maybe you just spend 30 days working on your sleep or 30 days making sure that you get enough water every day or 30 days making sure that you move in some way every day. It doesn't have to be a giant goal. It could be something really small but basic and important and critical to your overall health and athletic ability. Think about that goal. I want you to send me an email. Send me an email at coachkim at thepowerofrun.com and let me know what that goal is. And then stay tuned for the next episode where we're going to talk about how you can take some steps to crush that goal. Talk to you soon. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. 
Power Up Your Week, and I will catch you next Tuesday.